Welcome to episode nine of the Life at Lucid Coast podcast. I am here with Keith Glendon. It is Wednesday, April 22nd already. Keith, how are you doing today? <laughs> Good morning. Best Aaron. intro ever. Well, that was an excellent, excellent intro. I our digital alchemist, RJ Parrish. I thought we would riff a little bit. You know, part of this this podcast is meant to be, you know, conversations about life as a startup uh, business, life as an entrepreneur, and uh, the lessons that we learn along the way and the challenges we encounter. And so maybe today's a good day to talk a little bit about those because I know I'm encountering some this morning even. And I think I'd like to frame it in the context of planning versus execution. And, you know... <laughs> we can even take that into our podcast. I didn't plan <laughs> to have a three-year-old toddler in the background, but here we are. So we're going to, we're going to do our best, but you know, planning versus execution is, is a thing that I think every small business owner, every entrepreneur, every individual who's ever had a, a side hustle, every college student, right. Can, can relate to. And there is this, this historic or traditional idea. Good morning, sweetheart. You know, traditionally the idea is, okay, if you're going to start a business, it requires this big, long, exhaustive business plan and lots of analytics and lots of numbers. And all of those things are important. Absolutely. You know, you can't be successful in business without thinking through plans and numbers. On the other end of the extreme, you know, there's this, just go ahead and do it, right? Execute because to act is to learn if you have a business idea, one of the best ways to validate that idea is to go try it. And if you're on either end of those extremes, you know, just executing with no plan, you know, generally leads to demise and planning until you get it right, generally leads to never launching something. And it's, I guess what I wanted to convey in this episode is, is A, I think it's normal to be on one or, or the other end of that extreme based on who you are as an entrepreneur or as a, as a business. And I think it's normal to go through a real struggle as you're trying to find the balance between planning and execution. I know that's where I've found myself, you know, in this pandemic as any assumptions that we made going into launching this business are now kind of out the window. And so even if we'd had, which we didn't, a really, really well-baked plan, everything would have changed. I think it's also kind of like even under good circumstances, there's kind of the, the struggle of switching context between the clouds, like the top high level vision of what you want your thing to be. And then the dirt of actually doing it and moving things forward and you know, moving the needle and building systems and paperwork and admin and finance and all of the things that actually make up a business. And I think it's easy to kind of get lost in the minutia and then think you're not going anywhere with it. When in reality, everyone kind of has a gauntlet to run. Yep. I mean, there's, you know, you kind of have to have this, there's inherently a, a paradox if, if you think about John F. Kennedy, when, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll probably get this quote wrong, but there was a, a vision statement that I've used in a lot of business consulting in the past. And it was John F. Kennedy's vision statement that we are going to land a man on the moon within this decade. And I don't remember, you know, how many years were left in that decade, but suffice to say that was a really big, audacious goal. And to make that statement, we're going to land a man on the moon within this decade with confidence and with every intent to make it happen is, is something somewhat like saying, I'm going to launch a business that is going to be an innovation services business, right? What in the hell does that actually mean? You have to say, you know, here's my aspiration. Here's where I want to go with 
with my entrepreneurial pursuits. And generally, if you're launching a business as an entrepreneur, a startup company in today's era, you've got some kind of a lofty goal. And then you've got the minutia, as you say, of how do you get to it? And, you know, I think there is always going to be this, this struggle between my lofty goal and the day-to-day reality of I spent almost two hours this morning hunting around to try to find a file. And that was because I had moved a bunch of, uh, you know, archived a bunch of files off of one computer onto another into the cloud. Technical error uh, replicated the, the, the files. And anyway, point is, you know, here, you, I never planned to spend two hours trying to find a PowerPoint document. <laughs> and, uh, nor did I plan to spend, you know, uh, inordinate amounts of time trying and unsuccessfully applying for payroll relief programs because there was a, a global pandemic. And so I think every day as, as an entrepreneur, as a small business startup employee is going to involve some frustration in, in terms of the, the planning versus execution balance. I think it's going to be really normal. And I think for a lot of people right now, for a lot of businesses and individuals, we're stuck in limbo when it comes to planning versus execution. You wake up every day and go, all right, let's do something. <laughs> what do we do, right? What do we do? Are the doors of our business open? Are any of our clients spending money? Is there even a realistic possibility of getting a new contract today? Are we going to lose tenants? You know, the, so it's really hard to plan when, when you have no baseline assumptions that you can rely on. And I think a lot of us are in that space right now as small business owners, as heck, even large enterprises are going through that struggle. In theory, navigating business feels a lot like you punch in GPS coordinates and you'll see the whole path ahead of you and how, you know, what turns you'll need to take and you'll kind of know about it in advance. When in reality, it's much more like navigating with a compass where you walk and then you have to reposition and kind of recalibrate where you are and change course a little bit and walk in that direction for a little while. And then you get turned around and you have to come back, reassess and keep adjusting over time. I don't think people are prepared for that when you, you really have very little control outside of the day that you're in and you just have to pivot accordingly and try and maintain the overall direction you're trying to go and be okay that if you arrive at a slightly different place, it's just part of the journey. I, I like that metaphor because in times where you're kind of struggling between planning and execution or in uncertain times, like we find ourselves as a company, that compass can be- become your values. It can become your purpose. It can become your mission, you know, back to the land of man on the moon. If that's all, you know, then at least you can go, well, what's the next step I can take toward that goal today? If I don't know quite how all of my assumptions are out the window and I know I just need to make one one incremental step towards that goal. Well, if you have that goal, then you can kind of collect yourself and use that as your compass. I think that's one of the things that we can be doing as individuals and businesses during this time of uncertainty is really being clear on our compass. What is this company here for? And does that maybe need to change in light of our circumstances? At Lucid Coast, we are still sort of formalizing or firming up our, our compass, uh, in my view. We know that we're an innovation company. We want to be about helping other companies and organizations and individuals innovate and adjust and adapt. We know that we want to be a company about impact, not just about making a profit. Surely that's got to be part of any company. But how do we make that profit? In what way are we organizing our resources 
what are the outcomes? We want that to have positive impact to the world as measured by more than just money, as measured by enriching people's lives, bringing opportunity to communities, benefiting society and humanity as a whole. So our compass can extend back into what do we do every single day, right? If we were to just worry about money and scramble to do anything we could to make money, you know, we might say, well, hey, in times of despair, people gravitate toward addictive substances, so let's become drug dealers. Mm-hmm. It might be a logical response, right? If we were just trying to cover payroll, that doesn't align to our values. That doesn't align to what we want to be as a company. And so, you know, what we do is is try and look for the opportunities to impact humanity in positive ways. What does that look like? I don't know. I mean, I've had thoughts this week that have ranged from maybe we should develop a really robust contact tracing capability. And maybe we should hire a bunch of unemployed people, quickly train them up and put a system in place to be able to be a center of excellence for contact tracing in Michigan. That's going to be a need, right? And it's going to be a need for the next uh, foreseeable future. That kind of a pivot is an innovation. That kind of a pivot would be something that we could probably put together and, and do so effectively. I don't know if that's something we'll explore, but those are the types of questions that you know I find myself asking and the process that I go through. You know, what is what is our ultimate goal? What has changed about our plan? How do we adjust and how do we stay consistent with our core values, our compass, our direction? I, I hope there's something valuable in that, you know, to, to small business owners who are struggling. I know a lot of small business owners, entrepreneurs who are really getting down to the wire right now and going, well, what do I do? You know, how am I going to make payroll, make rent, make, you know, buy groceries? And at times like that, planning almost goes out the window. It's just a day-to-day slog, right? Right. When planning is, sits a little higher on the, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and when you start getting down to some of those base survival levels, it's much more reactionary. It's what can I grab on right now? Where we're operating, you know, gratefully from a, more of a place of Okay, well, in the coming months, what can we do? What direction do we go? How do we calibrate to kind of a long-term goal? We're not operating out of that survival reflex. That's right. I mean, as a, you know, we find ourselves in a, in a somewhat fortunate situation that we're a new team. We have a, something of a buffer, a little bit of runway. We're optimistic. We're using this downtime to get really good at working together to catch up on administrative tasks, to get our documentation in order, to make sure that you know, logistical things about running a business are, are tightened up and that we start putting our thoughts and our strategies into more of a, of a structure. You know, it's, it's a benefit to us for right now. But at the same time, you know, every passing day brings about more pressure to pay the bills. And, and there we've got a little guest here. This is the way I fold my clothes, fold my clothes. So Elliot, you know, she didn't plan that, but she just knows that one of her objectives is keeping her mom happy and and being a contributing member of her household. So she just got up to start folding clothes. She knows it needs to be done and she's catching up. And maybe that's just a little reflection of, you know, wisdom from a toddler for us that are in the uh, small business entrepreneurship world. You know, in times like this, when, when the plan goes awry and chaos hits us and we don't know what to do, maybe think about our compass, take that next right step, fold our clothes, you know, and, and be gentle on ourselves because 
I understand, but I'm in a podcast. We're going to wrap it up here shortly. Okay. And then I'll get back to daddy. And also, you know, there's a, a, a term, a Hebrew term that I learned when I visited Israel not long ago called Lizrom, uh, which is L-I-Z-R-O-M. I think I probably pronounced it poorly, but it means go with the flow. And as a, a, a very ingrained in, in Jewish society as a notion very deeply held in Jewish society as I was informed. And I really liked it. I liked it so much that I actually got a tattoo that said that. And this is one of those times where we really do need to go with the flow both as individuals and as business owners, uh, as entrepreneurs. So uh, we'll, we'll wrap, I think, on that because the podcast has been, has not gone according to plan. <laughs> but we've gone with the flow. And we've gone with the flow. <laughs> and we would like to say to everyone out there who's facing the, the you know, what do I even do today challenge? Pick the next right thing. Get done what you can do. Support one another. Be good to one another. Look out for your neighbors. Let's figure this out together and just keep doing the next right thing. It's, it's going to be okay one way or another. And you're not alone in this struggle. Uh, a lot of other small businesses out there have been asking the same questions that you might be today. With that, happy Wednesday. And hopefully there was something of value in that for you personally. And if you have something you'd like to hear, questions about starting a business, you know, challenges you're facing, things you'd like us to explore on the podcast, reach out to us, drop a line in the comments, and uh, we'd be happy to introduce your topics. Thanks.